welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome to another episode of the Divorce Collective Podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am the Director of Collective Family Law. We serve people all around Australia. We love to help people through their divorce as soon as possible so that they can move on with their life sooner. We like to do this in an amicable way and staying out of court if that is possible. If you would like to know more about how we can help you, you can arrange a free initial appointment with one of our team by contacting us through email or just give us a call and one of our lovely staff will book you in. Today, I am talking about how to successfully make it through the first year of separation. The first year is definitely the toughest. I have been there myself and I know how hard it can be. It is really a devastating time of your life It is challenging, it is distressing, and that is to say the least. From my own experience and of those of my clients, it is safe to say that the first year is the worst. Even a person who's been through it before or someone who is quite a strong person can really, really struggle. So don't underestimate how difficult it can be. I think part of the difficulty for most people is that you're required to face a very new reality. There's a lot of firsts, you've got to make a lot of decisions, you're dealing with conflict, you're figuring out who you are as a single person and what your new life is going to look like, which can be really overwhelming. And you may even be wondering how on earth you're going to survive it. But trust me, you are going to survive it and it is going to pass. This time really does move on, but you've got to give yourself a little bit of time. Depending on how your separation has come about, whether it's been your decision or whether it's been a decision that's been made for you, you can feel hurt, you can feel rejected, very angry, you can feel like life isn't fair, and you can even feel like there's been a death of sorts. It can feel worse than death. I know all those feelings, so if that is how you are feeling, I've got you. So here are my tips for surviving your first year. Tip number one is to spend time doing you. When there's so much drama in your life, it can be all-consuming and it can take up a lot of your time, a lot of your thoughts, and lots of conversation as well. And it's important to remember to reboot, recharge, and spend some time doing you. When I went through my separation, my bestie would say to me, do you boo? So I'm saying to you, do you boo? Make yourself a priority and spend some time doing some things that you love. Actually write a list of some of the things that you love. There might be things that you haven't done in years because you've been considering another partner. Do those things now. This is your time. So focus on you. Tip number two is to join a community. And what I mean by that is going through a divorce and separation, it can be a really lonely process. There are some family and friends that shy away from the drama. There's some people that you're going to lose in your life. For me, I lost 
all my in-laws who I really enjoyed their company and really liked them. And of course, then they're no longer there for you. So it can be a tough time like that, a real rejig. So you might need to create a bit of a community around you. And you can do that so easily now with being online, find some Facebook groups full of people that are like-minded. And you know what? It might have nothing to do with uh, separation and divorce. It might be that you choose a new hobby and you join some of these groups that fill your cup. For example, a friend of mine recently bought a jet ski and now she's in jet skiing clubs and jet skiing Facebook forums. So find something you love, find a community and really embrace that. My tip number three is to let the sadness and grief flow. What I mean by that is that when you go through this sort of trauma, it's really important to let the stages flow through you even though you really want to squash them away and turn your back on them and move through it as fast as you can, you have to actually feel your feelings. So let your sadness and grief flow. Go and see a counselor. Go and spend time with someone who is a specialist at helping you work through your heartache and helping you work through your grief. Doing this can help you to move forward. If you don't do this, I believe it can really delay the process. I see clients who don't spend time doing this and it does delay the process. There comes a time that they will go through these feelings, but it will be down the track and you know there really isn't an escape. You really have to move through it. Number four is to find a wise old owl. <laughs> It's a great idea to find someone who is wiser and older than you, who's been there before you and is a really positive, uplifting mentor who can be there in your life. Reaching out for help isn't a weakness. It's actually a strength. And when you lean on someone, you can find more strength. And it's amazing how many people have been through exactly what you're going through. So open up and learn from others and lean into finding a mentor. And my fifth tip is to be calm and cool. When you're dealing with confronting life-changing situations that divorce and separation brings you, it can be really easy to be reactive and to lose your cool. Most things in divorce in divorce and separation aren't urgent, right? But we have this sense of urgency, but it's actually not urgent. You can be cool, you can be calm, and you can slow your responses down so that you've got time to think. Nothing needs to be done with haste or in the heat of the moment. If you have conversations with your ex-partner, you don't have to answer straight away. You can simply say, I'll get back to you tomorrow about that. Even if it sends you raging on the inside, you don't have to explode and rage on the outside. Have some space, stay calm, and try and find some clarity and peace in those moments so that you can um, move forward with ease. And number six is to reconnect with friends and reconnect with your your, um, community and people that you love to be around. You can't do this by yourself. People aren't going to judge you. I know what it's like when you first go through your separation and divorce, you can feel really embarrassed that you've been cheated on or that you've been left. You can feel like people might judge you. 
you can feel embarrassed because this might not be your first rodeo. You might have been there before and you feel like you're even more of a failure. All of that type of thing. But the person that's judging you the most is actually you. Most people aren't going to judge you the way that you think that they might. There will be people that are there for you. Your friends want to be there for you to strengthen and uplift and support you. So let them be. And my seventh and final tip for today is to be kind to the most important person. More than anything, be kind and gentle with yourself as you go through this transition of your life. Be your own compassionate and caring friend rather than your harshest critic. Why do we do that to ourselves? We tend to be harder on ourselves than anyone could ever be upon us. Look at yourself like you would look at a loving friend, you know, or your daughter or your sister or your brother, someone you love. How would you support them? Support yourself in exactly the same way. And you know what? Like all things, this is going to pass. But, but the first 12 months is going to be tough. It's only a small part of your amazing life journey and you can do this, my friend. So that is all I have for you today. If you would love to tune in to other podcasts, go ahead. I have so many of them. I know this is meant to be just a six-minute podcast. I'm now up to nine minutes, but I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast as well and you've got plenty of little tidbits out of there. If you'd love to leave us a review, that would be amazing as well. You can leave a review at the bottom of iTunes. We would love to hear from you, whether it's just a quick little review, a quick little follow on Instagram, or whether you want to come in for some legal advice, you can do that as well. I'm Carly Fontanelli, and it's been great talking to you today. I will talk to you more again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast, brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.